How do you avoid burnout during the holiday season? Welcome back to the Therapy for Real Life podcast. This is not therapy. This is real life. I'm your host, Anna Lindbergh-Cedar, and I'm happy to welcome you back to the show today because we are going to talk about the self-care skills that you need to make it through any holiday season without feeling totally overwhelmed and basically just a mess. So we're going to walk through some simple self-care suggestions that you can take with you for managing your holiday stress. So if you've been listening to the Therapy for Real Life podcast, you know that every episode is a mini explainer on how you can carry self-care strategies with you wherever you go. So any of these episodes are intended to be an evergreen approach to self-care. These are things that you can do at any moment in time. And yet there is a special kind of stress that happens for a lot of people near the end of the year when a whole bunch of holidays pile up on the calendar. And even if some of those holidays are not holidays that you celebrate in your specific culture or family, the generalized holiday stress that we are all in at this time of year is undeniable. So I'm going to share with you today a brief self-care checklist that you can use to help you manage holiday stress. Something I like to keep in mind when I think about the holiday season is that it is basically a this is your life when it comes to stress management. Because something that we see during the holidays is that if something stresses you out on an average day, it's probably going to stress you out in full force during the holiday season when you are really multitasking when it comes to stress. So as you make your holiday plans, you're going to have to deal with many different kinds of stresses. You're going to have to deal with scheduling stress as you look for teeny tiny places to squeeze in all those activities you have to do. You're going to be managing financial stress as you manage all the costs of gift giving and travel family dynamics as you decide who to go visit and who has to wait till next year. All of these little moral quandaries and stressful situations are going to come out during these months. Hi everyone, this is your host Anna Lindbergh-Cedar jumping in to remind you that today's episode is a rebroadcast of the self-care checklist for the holidays episode that we did last year before we all started going through a global pandemic. So as you listen to the evergreen advice from today's episode, I want you to, of course, use good social distancing, stay at home, shelter in place, do whatever you have to do to be safe, and use these self-care skills, even if you're using them over Zoom, or deciding how to manage those ethical quandaries in your pod. 
So first and foremost, stay safe and just a gentle reminder to do what you need to do to be safe around the holidays and listen to the rest of the self-care tips with that in mind. Thank you. Number one, I want you to think about making a personalized self-care plan for your holiday season. The holidays bring all kinds of happy celebrations, but they can also bring a lot of difficult emotional triggers, such as painful memories, grief for family members who can't be with us, or challenging dynamics with people who are with us. So the very first step is just to set a little time aside, maybe the length of this podcast, or maybe you do a little bit of journaling for a few minutes afterwards, and I want you to jot down the ideas that will work the best for you. So go ahead and take some notes as we dive in. And on that self-care plan, I want you to Uh, Just jot down any of these ideas that work well for you. So number two, you're going to think about ways to take time for yourself during this holiday season. That's the the first thing I want you to think about, budgeting on your self-care plan. Because it's easy to feel lost or overwhelmed during all of the holiday hubbub. So even if you're not home for the holidays, maybe you're in someone else's space or you're visiting, I want you to think creatively about how you can plan to make space and time for yourself to decompress. So this means seeking out a quiet space or um, some time to do a gentle activity that allows you to collect your thoughts and recenter yourself. So that might mean saying to friends and family, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're here to visit. I've learned I need to go to yoga every single week to keep myself sane. So here's a map of the city. I'm going to go to my yoga class anyways, and I'll meet you after. It takes a little bit of assertiveness to say that to someone and for your own self just to come to terms with the fact that you do need time for yourself. So even though it's a busy holiday season, I want you to think strategically about how you are going to actually take that time. Will it happen in the form of a Google Calendar alert? Will you set that time aside in your schedule? How will you remember to do this? Sounds really basic, but I find that the most common obstacle that people face here is they just forget to do it. They forget how important it is. Next on our self-care checklist, this is getting back to basics. I want to encourage you during this holiday season to connect with the breath. The holiday season can trigger all kinds of anxiety, social anxiety, performance anxiety, as you think about that gift giving again, worry about family interactions, or just you know, plain old holiday stress out of habit. Maybe you're just used to this time of year being stressful. 
Well, tuning in with the breath will give you a good sense of your anxiety level. You can just check in with yourself. Is your heart racing? Is your breathing quickened? Those are signs that it's time to slow down and returning to the breath can help can help slow down those moments of holiday stress. And it's just a gentle way of giving yourself permission to let go of all the distractions around you to just breathe, even if it's for a minute or two. So there's no time like the present. Let's actually practice that technique now. And if you're driving, of course, you'll have to pull over and park the car for a moment. If you're in the middle of doing something else that you're doing, like washing the dishes or listening to this while you're multitasking, you're going to have to practice that self-care skill now and take a pause from whatever you're doing in order to connect with the breath. And let's just do that for a moment and notice how that feels. So there's no magical way to do this. I'm going to keep it very simple and easy for you and just invite you to notice what it feels like to take five gentle, deep breaths. So go ahead and do that with me now. Just notice the current rhythm of your breath. And when you feel ready, just gently breathe in and slowly breathe out as you let yourself focus on the breath and how it feels to take five gentle, deep breaths. Continuing to breathe in and out at your own pace. Noticing if you feel distracted or any urgency to return to your day. And just for a moment longer, let your attention linger on the breath. Taking one more full deep inhale in and exhale out. Remember, you can connect with the breath at any time, and that is an excellent way of taking the temperature of your mood and getting a sense of what you need as you slow down your self-care. Continuing on the self-care checklist, this is where you think about how you can be mindful about drug and alcohol use during the holidays. So the holidays are filled with fun parties, which often means lots of alcohol around. And you might be tempted to use drugs and alcohol, perhaps even just to take the edge off of holiday stress or as a form of joyful celebration. And if you choose to use drugs and alcohol during the holiday season, I just want to encourage you to be mindful and intentional about your use. So we just took a moment, uh, a moment ago to think about um, how it feels to connect with the breath. 
you might even pair this um, little thought experiment with the breath as you connect with the body and really ask yourself, what does healthy drug and alcohol use look like for me? And for you, that could mean sobriety, it could mean moderation, it could be setting realistic limits for yourself, but we do want a a sense of intentionality and alignment there. So that should be part of your self-care plan, is to think about how how you want to be in your senses uh, during the holiday stress and what interactions with drug and alcohol use look like for you along with that. Number five on your holiday self-care checklist is going to be practicing a healthy relationship with food. So just like drugs and alcohol, you know, we feel the urge to self-medicate in many different ways. And especially over the holiday season, you might feel subtle or sometimes not so subtle peer pressure to stuff your belly with all those delicious holiday treats. And I encourage you to find balance for yourself by enjoying special holiday food while also paying attention to your body's cues of hunger, fullness, and satiation. This is where we get to practice mindfulness 101. As you check in with yourself from time to time to ask whether you're eating because your body is hungry or whether you are eating out of reaction to some form of stress. So you know that food has restorative and nutritive qualities, but foods can also take a toll as easily as drugs and alcohol if you are feeling out of control with what you eat. So treat yourself with respect as you think about that, as you think about what a healthy relationship with food looks like for you over the holiday season. Next on our self-care checklist for managing holiday stress is going to be take care of yourself during difficult interactions with family. The holiday season often means being in spaces with people you may not see the rest of the year. Sometimes this means seeing family or individuals you would just rather avoid, maybe because of past hurts or trauma. And when you are in these spaces, your self-care is going to mean paying attention to those difficult family dynamics and taking steps to get the support that you need. So maybe that looks like having a designated self-care buddy, a friend or someone that you've agreed with that you can check in with either in person or over text so that you can maybe even vent a little bit or get that support in the moment. And if you don't have anyone on hand, I just want to remind you that the Crisis Text Line, crisistextline.org, is one of those great 24-7 resources that you can go to and, and reach out 
for support if you are in a moment of crisis? Um, and otherwise, how do you shape your social circle to help support you in those moments when family can be sometimes disappointing, right? And here's where I pop in again as an update to this episode when we think about self-care skills and relationships during a time of COVID and sheltering in place. You are going to have to mix and match your relationship skills with good assertiveness. So you might want to go back and listen to the previous episode on how to ask for what you want to use good communication skills. If you need to let people know, no, I'm sorry, we can't come to that annual tradition or get together because we're sheltering in place. And so if you're looking for support to put those words together, you will also need to practice that skill set. So do what you need to do to practice good relationship care, which does include good self-care during the holidays. When we think about self-care during the holiday season, we also have to think about self-care and grief. This year especially has meant so many hardships for so many people and letting go of rituals and expectations around daily life. And that is going to come out and feel more intense during the holiday season when people already feel reminders of grief and loved ones lost. And so this is a time when you will have to make space in your self-care plan to carry the grief of disappointments and rituals and closeness and family and missing out on those plans that you had for this time. And so you will take care of grief as part of your self-care. So to honor your grief, you might consider making a place at the table, having a moment of silence, or sharing your favorite memories of loved ones that you are missing. And the self-care here is gently holding in your mind the fact that joy and sadness can exist in the very same moment. And this is where you leave room for both as much as you need to through the rituals that you you hold and you recognize that ongoing relationship, even with someone who who has died. So the last little reminder on our self-care checklist that I want you to have in mind is just to remember that holiday stress will pass. It's not going to last forever. This is a really jam-packed time of year. But if you have really good and consistent self-care along the way, you are going to manage to keep a strong sense of yourself during the holiday season. And that strong sense of yourself comes from a sense of consistency and security, even during the ups and downs of the holiday season. 
So my invitation for you is to enjoy this time while knowing that the stress of the holiday season will eventually come to a close and to take a few moments for yourself now as you plan out those teeny tiny little things that you can do to make your self-care more sustainable and not get thrown off during this busy holiday season. Therapy for Real Life also offers workplace workshops to help your team buffer against the stresses of daily life. Therapy for Real Life is known for the Burnout Prevention Hackathon, which teaches your team self-care strategies that are backed by research to help you interrupt burnout and promote self-care. Now that work has moved primarily to virtual and work from home, Therapy for Real Life has adapted the Burnout Prevention Hackathon for the online community. Get in touch to discuss your interest in stress management, burnout prevention, relationship building, and other self-care workshops and how to adapt these trainings for your team's needs.